BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, Lazy Geniuses, I'm Kendra Adachi, and you're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. Here, we help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. This is Season 1, Episode 7, and my guest today is Addie Jones. Addie has the coolest job ever. She makes anthropology stores look the way they do. I know. But she has some really fresh, welcoming lazy genius ideas on how to bring your own creativity into your home and your life. She is dear and awesome and super fly and you'll love her. How are you? This is so good good to see you and talk to you. Oh my goodness. I know. Good to see you. Um, Okay. So we can like pleasantry it. I'm so sweaty, Addie. I've been cleaning. (laughs) I've been trying to set up the nursery. Oh, which is a hard thing for a giant pregnant lady to be doing. Oh my gosh. Um, when are you due? Well, technically the 17th, which is in okay. like two, well, over two weeks. Yeah. Um, but based on her size, Monday. Oh, okay. And I'm already like dilated a lot. And so it's just, I don't know. Who knows? It's going to happen. It's, it's one of those, happen. apparently with th- third babies, which holy crap, can we just say I'm having a third baby? That's so terrifying. <laughs> um, apparently with third babies, it's like, like the doctor said a couple of days ago, it could be tomorrow. It could be in three weeks. Like it's, there's just no predicting uh, at all. So we're just kind uh, of like at any moment, our life is going to change. Uh, so we're just, crazy. We're just waiting for it to happen, but it's fine. I love that you had to put an addition on your house. Oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> gosh, Addie. It's like, what is happening? But it was really, um, now that all the sawdust has settled, yeah. um, it's, it's nice because I've gotten to like decorate a whole new set of house. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's really fun. It's so been really fun. fun. Um, speaking of, okay, so I have a, a practical question for you. I have a okay. window treatment question for you. Yes. So I just hung up um, these like light. Okay. Rewind. <laughs> Babies need darkness. So I ordered these custom made like blackout shades uh-huh. and they're like a cream burlap. And so yeah. they're, they're fun. Like now that everything, they look stupid when I first hung them up because there was nothing in the room. It was horrible. <laughs> But um, now that there's like stuff in the room and there are other things, it's like, oh no, I think these are going to be good. But um, they're too wide and heavy to hang two. Like they won't, oh. they just cover the entire window like all the time. And that's not yeah. fun. 
So, um, but I don't have one of those like cool, um, like curtain hook things, you know, oh, yeah. that like with one curtain that you can just kind of hook them. Can yeah. I do something where I don't have to install a curtain hook? Like, what can uh... I do? Can I, I was, I was going to try to like tie a ribbon, but then how oh, does yeah. the ribbon stay on the wall? So you're trying not to drill something into your wall. I mean, I don't mind, dr- I don't mind nailing, but I don't, okay. I, I don't like to use a drill. It makes me feel um really inadequate <laughs> a hammer i'm okay with but for some reason a drill i'm like nope like anything that whirs it just makes yeah. me nervous so you, i don't mind I, putting a hole in the wall um just yeah. maybe with only a hammer do you have any brilliant ideas for me i mean you could probably nail like some kind of some kind of nail maybe and do a ribbon but nail it to your windowsill like kind of to the oh to like the casing thing yeah, because that would probably hold a nail. Now your wall, it'll probably pull it right out. You right. could do something like that and do like some fun rope or a ribbon. Rope. I would not have thought of rope. Yeah. That's a great Sounds idea. like burlap and rope could kind of mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. And they're really heavy. Like when oh, yeah. I pull, they're like, these things are legit. Like they could kill a man if you were creative <laughs> enough. They're huge. It's crazy. Which is why only one will work on the window. It's like, yeah. what am I going to do? So, okay, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try like try. a nail in the casing and see how that goes. That's a good idea. And yeah. then you don't see it hanging there. Like, do I nail the ribbon to the casing or the rope to the casing? I think the one side, like the one piece, but then you would probably want the flexibility to be able to wrap the curtain so you don't have to take the curtain and stick it through a loop. Sure. Makes right. Sense. It does Maybe make sense. like pull it and then have enough nail to like spin it around or oh, somehow like right. tie it. I like that. I can see that. Okay. I'm going to, once we get off this call, I'm going to try that. (laughs) Okay. And see how it goes. Um, Okay. So I'm so excited to talk to you because like we, you're one of those people who um, I feel like we missed, we missed our window. It's like a misconnection of being able to be like super good friends. Yes. (laughs) Which bumps me out totally. Because it's like, we just didn't quite, we were like Jim and Pam. It was like, we just never found our right rhythm to like be (laughs) friends. And then you go and move to Cincinnati. Is that where you are? Cincinnati? Yeah. So it's like, come on, Addie. Like, why'd you have to move to Cincinnati? (laughs) Um, But I'm so excited to talk to you to be able to talk. But then also like, you have the coolest job that I think I've ever heard anyone having. (laughs) And you're super creative. And so it's just fun to like, um, I just want people to like, including me, I just want to get your like creative wisdom. I'm so excited. This is so fun. (laughs) So, um, can you tell me what it is exactly that you do? So, Ooh, that is a really hard question to answer. Okay. Um, I do a lot of different things. So I have a small business. I formed a small business with feel, which feels like the biggest accomplishment, just like doing paperwork, um, <laughs> totally. like sending that into the government, you know, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I'm good. I'm when good the now. government gets involved, it's like, Oh, I'm a grown up now. Like this is a real thing. <laughs> yeah. So I say things like I do freelance creative work, but I also have a small business. So I'm still trying to figure out how to, you know, introduce that. Um, I have a lot of c- conversations with people out and about where they're like, what do you do? And 
I have like this 15 second window to tell them. Right. And so I try something new every time. And there was a point where I would get the blank stare, like I'm a display artist. Mm. And they're like, oh, um, <laughs> and so I lose them. I can see the eyes glazing over and I yeah. lose them. So I even tried one time. I was like, oh, I'm an interior designer. I decorate with pillows, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, all that to say, yeah, I do a lot of different creative projects. So that could be in like the retail world, doing retail window displays, um, some interior design, but mostly for like international furniture market and high point, the trade show booth design display and merchandising. Um, so yeah, so in essence, some interior design, picking colors for walls and coordinating and that kind of thing. Um, and what else? Anything else? Styling for photo shoots. That's something I would love to do more of because um, it's just such a fun little edit for one frame. Uh, so, yeah. So it's like it's like the hippest thing ever. Um, <laughs> and it's just the t- it's just too fun. So is when you say you have a business, but you also do freelance design. So is your business something completely different than the freelance design part? Or are you trying to get the freelance like under the business umbrella? It's technically all under the business umbrella. Okay. So, yeah. So it's just hard for me because with um, anthropology, I still technically work for them, but they hire me as a contractor to come in and like open their stores and do all the display work I did when I worked in the Greensboro location. Right. So, so, so for the, for the lay person, so let me recap. My understanding is when I like follow your Instagram, which is so fun, and I'll put a link to it so people can follow it because it's such a great your both your account, your personal account is so fun, but your twine and twill, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. the The business account is like it's just so cool, inspiring, and to see all these cool things that you're doing. <laughs> um, but like, okay, so a new anthropology is opening in Portland, and they call you and they say, "Hey, Addie, would you come set up the store and make it pretty?" So when we open the doors, people come in and are like this is the coolest place ever. Like that's kind of what you get to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, stop it. <laughs> and yeah, of all the stores, like the reason that people like to go to anthropology, because let's be real, who can actually regularly shop at anthropology? <laughs> like the regular person really can't do that so much. Yeah. Not many people. <laughs> um, I love here. Okay. Sidebar. When I go into, when I walk into an anthropology the salespeople are like super kind, but they can read me really quickly. <laughs> and like almost always I walk in and they'll say like, this sales room is that way. <laughs> like they just know. It's like, that's where she's going. She can't afford the full price things. It's totally fine. Like we don't hold it against her. We're just going to point her in the right direction. So like you go to go through the little sales room and then you go to like, walk around and see how it's like it's like a when i say a grown-up circus i don't mean it's like <laughs> crazy but it kind of is it's like the grown lady circus it's like what attractions am i gonna see today yes. and you okay. get to create those things i do i do it's very fun so do they okay so let me ask you this like when they don't give you like this is what we want it to look like right like is it your or is do they have like like a vision board that you try to execute or do these ideas just come from your head? It's a little bit of everything. Um, So there's definitely inspiration. There's definitely a story to be told depending on the season, depending on the area of the store. Um, 
and they used to, and I'm not so sure as of recently, but they used to have like a story about a certain girl and then she Hmm. would encompass all these things and these are her interests and this is what she likes to do. And so that was kind of like a fun way to get to know her and then build the environment around that. Um, so there's that. There's also prototyping that happens in stores all over the country and at home office. So there's always there's um, like display teams at home office that are constantly like prototyping with like material testing and color stories and all that stuff. So there's tons of information and research that comes out to all the stores and for openings. And then there's that interpretation that happens, especially for openings. Like they're always like a really big deal. They want to feel really special and um, kind of give some excitement outside of maybe another store that she's visited before. And um, so, yeah, so with openings, especially, it's a little bit more out of the box. So there's some, some freedom there, which is really fun. So that's that's really, that's, that's awesomely intense. Like there's a lot of work. The reason that the stores are so great, I'm now discovering is that there's so much work that goes into like creative thinking story. Like you said, it tells a story. Yeah. That's so cool. How, okay. So let me ask you, how has having that kind of job, um, impacted or influenced how you decorate, say your own house? I think that it's taught me a lot about how to hang things that will stay in places. <laughs> nice. nice. Um, what's, just the, the, what's the weirdest thing you ever had to hang? Oh, let's see. Like in my house or, or the store. In, okay. Um, the weirdest thing. Oh, hands down. There was this giant piece of a building that came to our store as a found object like antique object to sell right it's a piece of a building I want to say like some kind of like cornice on the outside of a building it was like 3,000 pounds and they had turned it into a mirror I think there was a mirror involved and um, I had to somehow lift that and hang it on a wall and hope that I didn't kill everyone involved and you know that it would stay there and it was that was the weirdest thing I've ever had to hang do you have any sort of like engineering background? Cause even the thought of that terrifies me. Like, how do you yeah. e- Like, I don't even feel confident hanging like those Ikea picture frames that don't have the built-in hooks that yeah. you have to like weave the wire through those little like eye hoop things. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they're called. I'm like, I don't, I'm this, this is going to fall. I don't feel confident in this. <laughs> and you have a yeah. 3000, like, how do you even lift something like that? Do you uh... get a crane? Like, it's crazy. It was it was insane. We had a lot of people involved in that lifting and a lot of sweating and panicking um, on my part. But yeah, I mean, structurally, I kind of understand enough to know like what things can hold. And then I've read a lot of the little containers of like toggle bolts and hooks at, um, at Home Depot or Lowe's and really studied like how many pounds this can take. And then also having a husband that also builds things like he's my go-to he's to a say, sculptor like, right he is yeah he does woodworking as well so that's awesome yeah so is your ha- like do you feel because you're doing all of these um out of the box things with your or at least this p- aspect of your job does it make you want to make your house like super simple or 
are you like inspired to turn your house into like a place where you might consider hanging a 3000 pound cornice mirror? <laughs> um, I think both. It depends on the day. I think it depends on how exhausted I am or how inspired I am. Like it really, I don't have a formula for that. It's interesting trying to meld styles because Matt is very, very particular as well about like design and style. So coming into it with both of us, like having thoughts about, you know, this corner or that corner and like, should we paint the walls all these dark colors or keep it white and clean? It really does change all the time. Hmm. But I think I want to change it all the time at the same time. Does that make sense? It does. Right. <laughs> so, so it's okay, it's okay that yeah. you're kind of having to do this dance of like combining yeah. styles because you don't mind if it changes all the time. Yes. And it kind of keeps it fun. Right. So yeah. Right. So where, I just have all these questions. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So where do you get, um, where do you get your inspiration? Do you, is it, um, and you, it could be a different, what am I trying to say? Like you could get inspiration. It would look very different. I would assume for like doing displays versus doing like a little vignette in your living room, or is it kind of the same thing? Um, it's kind of the same thing. Like I get inspiration. Oh, let me think. I, I feel like I absorb inspiration when I have a little bit of free time to just kind of like get lost in certain things to let myself wander, if you will. So that can happen like out and about a lot of times, like walking around downtown in Cincinnati, the architecture is gorgeous and just being able to wander a little bit there, like things will surprise me. And that's my favorite way. Um, other than that, like magazines, I've always loved magazines, love all kinds like fashion, um, decor, even cooking magazines, um, music, music always like I can kind of paint a almost like a color story or like a time period or a vibe, depending on what music I'm listening to. So mm. that's kind of a big one too. Hmm. Um, but yeah, any, anything and everything I feel like. <laughs> it's kind of fair game. Yeah. What, what, what would you say? Okay. So clearly um, if I am, I'm kind of your regular person in that I'm, half I'm simultaneously really excited to try to make my house fun and reflect me and my family and our style let's just say my style let's just be real like I try <laughs> to like I give cause like a few like here honey you can pick out this light fixture and he does a great job but really yeah. I just do it mm -hmm. and then if he hates it badly enough I'll change it but it's kind of a forgiveness versus permission sort of thing <laughs> yeah um, and we've, that's like the dance we have found and it works great. Um, yeah. but I feel like I'm kind of like the regular person where I, I really do want to, to make my, the, my space feel like me and feel fun. And, um, and when I say eclectic, I don't mean like eclectic in style, but just like, it doesn't look like it came from like rooms to go, you know, it was oh, just yeah. like one big thing. Like I want it to have personality. Um, and then on the other side, I'm like terrified, <laughs> <laughs> of doing it wrong or of it looking dumb or, and I think that's something that we all kind of deal with. And so, um, and I don't know that I have a place where I get inspiration and maybe that's part of, maybe that's part of the problem. 
is like I'm sort of moving and I go into a room and I'm like, okay, I, I approach it like, um, like a surgeon, okay. you know, like try to systemize it and like, yeah. okay, I think someone, if I have a table, you should put a lamp on it. So let me go find a lamp. <laughs> and then if I, you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like, so hearing you say that you get inspiration from all these places is very huh, inspiring to me. <laughs> um, but like, how can you help someone like me um, or someone who might be listening, who is thinking the same thing? Like, how do we translate that kind of inspiration from all these things where it's not just like a blueprint? Like, here's yeah. a picture I'm going to copy. Like, how can I translate an inspiration from a cooking magazine into how I decorate my living room? Right. I think that when I say like inspiration from particularly like a cooking magazine, I think mostly I'm talking about like color stories. Okay. So I'm obsessed with color and combinations of color. So that would be more specifically from that kind of a, a magazine. Um, as far as like a formula, there is still a formula. Like even in a creative way, there's still um, like basic design principles. And that's like, that's scale and balance and symmetry versus asymmetry. And for some reason, like as, you know, free as I feel sometimes, like I have always wanted two, like a pair of nightstand tables and a pair of lamps or sconces like next to the bed. And Matt always teases me about that. He's like, why did it, why does it have to be a pair? I was like, I don't know, but it just needs to be that. Mm. <laughs> so interesting interesting those things about yourself too. Um, I think that, you know, if you have a certain size wall and you feel like, I don't know, like if you have, sorry, I'm throwing stuff. If you have a sofa and a large wall over top, like you think, okay, I probably need something substantial to go over that, over that. Right. Um, and so that's where you start or, you know, if you have a table and you want a lamp on it, maybe you start thinking about where you want your light sources to come from and like how many, like you've been in an Ikea showroom and the lighting in those are spectacular. But if you count the lights, there's like 47 lights in a bathroom ah. and that's why it looks so lovely. <laughs> so I think kind of bringing it back to like the end result, like, do you want this like warm, cozy, well-lit space? Then you kind of plant your lights accordingly almost like working backwards. I don't know if that's helpful at all, but. Uh. No, that, that makes sense though. So you're saying like, um, like if you want like a moody room versus yeah. a like, and mo I guess moody can be inviting in its own way, but like just yeah. thinking like how you want the room to feel. Yeah. Um, but what if you don't know, like, you know how you want it to feel, but you don't like, what are this? Like, how do you move backwards in that? Like, if you don't have any sort of design training or natural, like, understanding of those principles. Like, so if you, if I know, like, okay, I want my room, um, I know that I like cool colors more than warm colors, and I, but I still want it to be cozy. And usually people equate warmth with cozy, maybe not, yeah. you know, cool feels like, like modern and you have to, like, <laughs> wear like black room glasses or whatever. So like, is, are there any, are there any ways, any tips that you can give us that are like, yeah, like how to, how to move backwards? Like if we're starting from the end result, like what are some kind of standard principles that we can kind of implement in our spaces? If that makes sense. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say specifically like talking about like a cool room that you want to feel cozy. So cool would be the colors. Mm -hmm. Cozy could be texture and that could mean like layered rugs or, you know, layered textiles of some sort, or even like textiles that have texture to them, like linens, or like you said, we talked about burlap earlier Mm -hmm. or, um, those kinds of things. Um, there's, there's so many things, but then also it's like, you know, generally, you know what you like. And so to feel confident in choosing things that you like, because it's going to be your space, you're going to be looking at it forever or as long as it takes to, you know, change your mind. Right. right. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's great. And I think just choosing the things you like kind of the big objects that you like. And then I don't know, there's, there's simultaneously like design principles that make sense in a space, but then there's also no rules at the same time. Mm -hmm. I'm not being very helpful at all. No, you're being so helpful. But I think that's the thing is it gives affirmation to people like me who are like, why am I, why can I not figure this out? Um, and I did take, um, I love to read, um, my favorite home blog to read in the whole world is the nester. Oh, yeah. um, because it's, it feels, it's like regular person yeah. decorating and regular budget and right. Re- like, it's just, it's regular. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that, um, that, that she sort of tries to give courage in is like, yeah. you're not ever gonna, um, like it, it kind of just affirms like, yes, there are rules to follow. And then there are rules that you can break. It's kind of like, yeah. it's that whole idea of like, try to basically know the rules so that you know how you can break them. Oh, totally. You know, like yeah. so whatever. Um, but that makes sense. Like you said, like if you get big pieces that you love in our new um, den or whatever in the addition, we, I found this rug um, that is a cowhide patchwork rug it's like it's like rectangles like lots of skinny rectangles of cowhide that are like mismatched and it's so it's well it's like a it's like a weird cowhide quilt sort of situation i don't know but when i saw it online i was like stop the world i want to make out with that rug and so i just bought it it was like i'm just gonna i love it so much and maybe that's maybe that's a way to start if you're thinking if you're saying like starting with big things like if you are so in love with like your sofa or your rug or like, yeah, like a really cool table or desk or something like that. So you're saying like, start with those things. And then those might sort of like lead you in the direction of how to kind of like this episode is sponsored by Squarespace. I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site 
on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I found Olive in June in 2020 when we were all looking for new hobbies and things to do. Well, now almost four years later, doing my nails at home with my daughter, Annie, and Olive in June's Manny system is still one of the things I look forward to every week. Olive in June makes it easy to get a salon-worthy manicure from the comfort of your home. The Manny system has everything you need in one box, salon-grade tools designed just for DIY, and your choice of six polish colors. And y'all, the colors they make are stunning. Annie and I just tried out their new colors for Valentine's day i'm wearing love note a sparkly nude that matches my skin tone and annie is wearing bouquet a shimmery pink that matches her personality plus olive and june's polish is chip resistant and lasts for seven days visit oliveandjune.com slash lazy genius for 20 percent off your first manny system that's o-l-i-v-e-a-n-d-j-u-n-e.com slash l-a-z-y-g-e-n-i-u-s for 20 percent off your first manny system This episode is sponsored by Chomps. With three kids running every which way, life at the Adachi house is very full. Someone is always on the go, whether it's to band practice or to a work meeting or down the street to grandma's house. And I love having Chomps in the pantry for a high protein snack that's perfect for life on the go. Chomps are made with natural ingredients, come in nine delicious bold flavors and have up to 12 grams of protein per stick. You can even order them online and have them delivered straight to your door. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash genius. Go to chomps.com slash genius to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash genius. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This episode is sponsored by Ritual. The days are getting longer, but it's still tough to get the recommended vitamin D from sunshine alone, not to mention the risks we take with sun exposure. That's why I love that my multivitamin is helping me out. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus, that's the one I take, was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. And for someone like me who likes to move but has glass knees, I'll take all the extra support from my multivitamin I can get. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, flute and major allergen free, and gentle on an empty stomach. Plus, each bottle has a minty essence that makes taking them actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash lazy genius. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash lazy genius for 20% off. Fill it in. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, cre- and like add to the personality and stuff. Yeah, there's there's a chair in my living room and I bought it. It was at, um, are you familiar with Design Archives? I am. Mm-hmm. Love it. So they used to be in this location, uh, not quite so downtown, not on Elm Street. I forget the other street, but it was not quite so far down. And um, 
this chair, I had wandered upstairs, I think into a room I wasn't supposed to be in. And it was covered, the chair was covered in clothes. And I saw the corner of like the cushion and then like a little piece of the leg. So it's like this bright teal, like tweed kind of texture. And then a wooden leg. And I saw that I was like, I went to the girl. I was like, can we unearth this? So anyway, (laughs) so that was like my, my big like style piece for a long time. And Mm. so I use that and then I kind of formulate everything around that, even still to this day where I feel like I keep picking out teal things. And then I realize, oh, wait a minute. Like we can't have the entire room be teal. Right. Like I understand I love that color because I love that chair, but. Right. um, So yeah, and that's where you can kind of find things that contrast to then not create that kind of showroom looking or like rooms to go looking thing where you're like, okay, I have the cowhide thing. So maybe I have a more modern coffee table on Mm -hmm. top of it to kind of contrast. Um, So it is a puzzle. And then even, you know, if modern isn't something you typically are, you know, attracted to, there's probably a good mix between those two. And it's a hunt. It's definitely a hunt. Um, to kind of fully furnish something. I don't know if I've ever fully furnished anything of my own. <laughs> that's really encouraging to hear. Oh yeah. I really think that's like, cause we sort of assume that people who are really creative or decorate things and shop for a living, like yeah. that their houses are and you, you know, and you see like in, in um, like design magazines or online, you know, and they show like, um, you know, like a tour of these designers' yeah. homes, but like you forget that um, it's not like a photographer just walked in and started taking pictures, right? Like all those things, I'm assuming, are like super styled, yeah, and they don't ever look that way in real life, right? So it's, yeah, you know, um, I'm just thinking. So that's really encouraging to hear that you've never fully furnished one of your own spaces. That gives me courage. It's like, okay, totally. good. Good. Totally. It's um, always in transition. You know, I was just thinking when you were saying the thing about um about like the puzzle of putting yeah. putting it all together. I would bet because the thing that popped into my head, I was like, oh, it's like when you invite friends over, like when you have a dinner party, um, you don't wanna invite like if people don't always know each other. You don't want to like necessarily invite all the same kinds of people, right? Like all introverts or all extroverts or all whatever, because you want to have like interesting conversation or like putting together an outfit. Like you might have a blouse that you bought at Anthropology, like you splurge, but you just yeah. uh, and were in love with it so much. And so, but you aren't going to wear like, you know, all pattern and yeah. bling the whole thing. So like, I bet every person... Like if you just think for a second about like how, like where is a, um, um, what's an area that you can, oh, what am I trying to say? Like what's an area of life that you sort of understand how to put pieces together? Maybe it's a recipe, you know, maybe it's cooking, maybe it's fashion, maybe it's, um, people and relationships. I can't think of any other examples, but like to try to apply that to your room, um, where it's, you know, it's like. Oh, I can't have everything slick and white because then yeah. it looks like a hospital room. Yeah. Or whatever. So that makes sense. Like if you can just sort of um take the part of your brain where you already feel confident in putting pieces, different pieces mm-hmm. together, and just sort of try and transition that into your room, it might make more sense. 
Totally. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. I think that's a really smart way to put it for sure. Because especially like, I think the dinner party thought really struck a chord with me because that makes so much sense. You don't want to have all the same people in the room. I mean, it could get really fun and hilarious, but you know, you want to be able to like sit and learn something from someone or like have a balance or a contrast or a dialogue. Like all those different things are like what make things interesting. Experience is interesting. And that's what makes a room interesting for sure. Like I actually really love to go to someone's house. It sounds really creepy. And I love to look at their shelves or like the little corners that have just like piles, you know, I gravitate towards those things because I feel like there's a lot to look at. There's a lot to digest and you kind of learn something about people. Hmm. All the things that, not that they want to hide necessarily, but they're like, oh, that shelf, you know, it's just a pile of stuff or like a collection that makes no sense. That's what's exciting to me. Do you see like, do you see story in that? Like, is that where you're like, this is where the story is like in the, those pieces? Or is it like, are you trying to see like, oh, you know what? They don't see that if they pull out these things, it's like, you see the beauty where other people don't see it. Is it that kind of thing? Yeah, it can be definitely. Yeah. It's funny because my mom, um, we're constantly trying to decorate her house in different ways. And then also for Christmas now, like I'll go down and, and decorate her house for Christmas. And it's funny because she loves so many things, but being able to be separate from all the love for those things, mm. like I can see a pattern and the same thing goes for like wedding and event design. Like my cousin got married and she gave me all these images and I said, just pull everything that you've ever been attracted to. And I saw a distinct pattern in either the color or like a texture thing. Like, mm. um, and the same with my mom's house, like where I'll see all the things that she loves. And then I'll be like, well, let's take this thing over here and mix it in with this. And, um, and then she's like, I don't know why I never thought of that before. So it is, it's easier coming from the outside in too. When it's your stuff, like I like organizing other people's stuff and I hardly ever organize my own. Like my place is mostly messy. My office is mostly messy but I can go in and organize somebody else's office in a heartbeat. <laughs> so maybe that, I mean, that makes so much sense. So like um, maybe that's something that other people can do like in their own space is um, cause that I, I remember, um, I guess it was around this past Christmas actually, where um, I, the way that I'd like to decorate for Christmas, we don't do like crazy decorations. Like I want it to sort of still feel like our house and the same colors and all that kind of stuff. But you know, you just have like little, different elements that you can add. But I was also in a, I just want to redecorate everything kind of mood. <laughs> and so I sort of took everything off of all the surfaces, like all the decorative stuff and just stuck it on my table. And yeah. I looked at it all together and I was like, I have a very distinctive style because it was like nice. all, it was like metal and wood and teal. Yeah. Like that's pretty much what covered the table <laughs> and, um, in like lots of different forms. Like I have this like, um, teal metal pig that I found at a antique market that's made nice. out of like old, I don't know, some old like metal thing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but then you have like wooden bowls and like all these things, but it just, it was like, Oh, clearly I'm drawn to something. And so it, it actually helped me. Um, like when I go shopping, um, to kind of know like what those elements are, textural yeah. and coloral, um, col coloral, 
that's a good word to use. Like what those elements are in my house. Cause it's like, oh no, this, this is related. This is related to what I already like. So I can, to, to find the pattern. So, um, maybe that's, I, I love that idea for people is to try and like maybe gather your stuff or even just walk around your house, I guess, with the eyes of, okay, what are my patterns? Like what, let's pretend like I don't live here and walk through and try to find the patterns. Cause that just might give people who just say things like, well, I don't really have a style or yeah. I, you know, I just buy what I like, um, to give you like an anchor to hold on to oh, a yeah. little bit. Like, no, no, you actually do have a style. You just haven't taken the time to give it words yet or to give yeah. it like a personality or something like that. So I really like that idea of, I really like that. That's good. Yeah. And I think I really do think like, cause I, I know a lot of people that will say like, I don't have a style or like those same things or I buy what I like, but if you like certain things then you have a style, I you mean, know, and it that may makes not so be, much sense. It's so simple. It may not be in like right. the design world, like a term that, you know, is regarded as, you know, whatever. Right. But it's yours. Like it's what you like and it's what you want to surround yourself with. Same thing happens with clothes. You know, I buy, I buy too many black shirts. Like I looked at my closet, I color coded <laughs> my closet one OCD moment and most of it was all black. And then I had like two brown shirts and then a couple colorful ones. Right. <laughs> so clearly strange. You have a fashion style, <laughs> right? But you're, but that's what happens. I think when you like put it all together in one place yeah. or yeah. give it any sort of order, it's easier to see when it's easier to see the pattern when you apply some yeah. sort of order to it, whether it's like all in one place or, you know, like lined up or something, you can kind of, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. My little sister, she, um, little, I mean, she's like 27, <laughs> whatever, but, um, my, my sister, she, when they got their first house, um, they had like, most of their furniture was from different family members and, you know, just kind of how you are when you first get married, like you just yeah. sort of collect all these things from from your own life and from different people who have like a dresser in the basement or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and I, I remember her being like, Kendra, I don't understand it, but I keep buying like, like lacy things and like doilies and chickens. <laughs> and she's like, am I a grandmother? <laughs> like what is happening? <laughs> but it was what she liked. It was oddly, not oddly, but like, she felt like it was odd because it's not my mom's style. It's not my style. It's not, you know, like, yeah. I don't have doilies and chickens in my house. And so she's like, I think I'm like, is grandma chic a thing? Oh yeah. And I said, it is if you make it one, like totally oh, like do your thing. So I think maybe that's part of it too. Um, as you're talking about, like when you said, like, it might not be like what's on trend or, right. but maybe the, I guess that doesn't really matter. Like what you like is what's important. And yeah. if you like it and identify with it and it makes you happy, that's your style. Rock grandma yeah. chic and do your thing. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. And that's going to give, that's going to give your home just as much personality as you. And so then when people come experience your home, they're going to, they're going to see you. They're not going to feel like they're in a showroom because I feel like kind of showroom set up styled homes, they're beautiful. And people love that and that's okay too, but I feel like there's more story to tell mm -hmm. um, in a space when you let yourself kind of just 
put things and do things with it as you wish. And, And, you know, even on a like deeper emotional level, like I was just thinking, um, if you're putting your personality and who you are kind of on display in your home, if someone appears to sort of reject the style of your home, Ooh. it can feel very personal. Yes. Cause it's like they're rejecting you. Um, whereas if you just kind of do like the whole, like, I'm just going to buy, there's nothing wrong with buying a room from rooms to go like right. do your thing, you lazy genius it however you need to. And if that's yeah. your move, yeah. like be proud, it's totally fine. But, um, but I wonder how many people, might do that to, or in order to kind of like subconsciously protect themselves yeah, from being personally rejected because it is really hard when you make, when you make like a, when you take a risk oh yeah, in your, in your home and then people walk into it and you're like, well, and yeah. they hate it and then they hate me because that's what we do sometimes, <laughs> you know, like we internalize yeah. things that don't need to be internalized. So, um, I just feel like Maybe we just need to give in this moment. Okay, everybody, Addie and I give you permission yeah. to know that if if someone rejects your house, they're not rejecting you. No. Like they're completely separate things. People just have different styles. Yeah. And that's and okay. It is okay. And it is hard though. Anything that you create that feels like it comes from you, like that's why being creative, that's why like working in a creative way you're giving you're putting out into the world like this this thing that came from you and it is so personal um I feel like going through art school like it was helpful because you are being critiqued all the time so it it helps teach you to put it out there and then just let it go like it's not you anymore like it's out there and just let it be how it will be and I don't know. It's, it's a hard thing to do. Cause even now it's like, there are certain projects I am super excited about. Like I know in my heart beats a little faster when I'm working with something that it's going to be even more painful if it gets, you know, frowned upon or if the reaction isn't as good as I want it to be or, mm. and I'm thinking, Oh, I guess maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was or, right. you know, all those weird things. But also another thing that I love to see in people that do things that come from themselves is just confidence. Even if it's like feigned confidence, but just like, yeah, that's me, you know, and I'm good with that. And, and- it's hard to ask that of people. It's hard to be that way. Mm. But I know when I see someone that does something that I would never do, or I think, you know, it might just be really ugly, but if they love it and they, they embrace it, I'm like, yes, yeah, do that. Keep doing that. (laughs) And I, you know, I think that that, um, I've started to learn, maybe this isn't true for everybody, but for me, I feel like confidence is like developing muscle memory. It's like the more, like you said, like if you fake it's, it is kind of a fake it till you make it sort of thing because the more it's like you start to believe your own hype. Yeah. Like you're tricking other people kind of like, yeah, this is cool. Like, you know, <laughs> I, it's not like, I don't care if you don't like it. It's just being confident that you do. Yeah. And the more you practice that muscle, the easier yeah. it is to actually believe like, no, actually I really like, it's cool. Like if they don't like it, that's okay with me because I love it so much. So, yeah. Um, but it, it is kind of a risky 
that's just a risky step. But the more you take it and realize like no one's going to die. Yeah. Like if your neighbor <laughs> walks into your house and she kind of makes a face <laughs> at your choices, like you're yeah. not going to like, it's going to be okay. You're not, nobody's yeah. going to die. So it's just like <laughs> putting it in perspective. Um, yeah. And, and that brings back the fun too. Right. That kind of frees you up to then continue to have fun with it and kind of go from your gut and enjoy it for what it is and and how non-life-threatening it is. Right. <laughs> because if anything, that's one thing that um, I really believe strongly in that people don't do enough is to take their fun seriously, to mm-hmm. not apologize or feel guilty for having fun over things that maybe don't feel like they should be fun or, you know, like I need to just function. This, this house just needs to function or whatever. And it's like, I mean, you live in it all the time. Like, I feel like it needs to be a place where you walk in and you're like, yeah, dog, I love being in this room or whatever. Like that's an important thing. So I, that's really good. I really, really resonate with, with that idea. That's really good. Well, um, okay. So I, I mean, womp, like I could ask you a million questions and keep talking about all these things, but like we should probably stop soon. Um, So, okay. So let me ask you just to kind of wrap up officially. um, Well, first of all, well, hold on. I have like, here's, here's what happens in my brain. It's like firing 17 things. It's like, Kendra, pick one, pick one, pick one. (laughs) Hurry, 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 hurry. Um, so if you were, okay. So if you were meeting, um, you know, just like a regular person with regular creative fears of like, I'm going to do it wrong. Or like all the things we said, if you could kind of distill everything down to just sort of like one mantra or one like battle cry thought as people move into their own, like trying to be confident in their own creativity. Could you do that? Is that a hard thing to do? Ooh, it's hard, but the first thing the first thing that pops in my into my head is this uh, little coffee sleeve that I got from a place in Chicago, and it says "Punch Fear in the Face." Oh, that's so good! <laughs> oh my word! I need I to like track that, that down right now. That relates to everything. It does. That's I so feel like good. That's that's all I can say about that. Just Amen. I mean, like, drop the mic and walk away. Punch fear <laughs> in the face, man. Because it's so stupid. It's like it drives so many decisions, yeah. but it has no um, authority to do so. We give it the authority yeah. to boss us around. And it's like, nope. Yeah. That's so good. Punch fear in the face, man. I want to make a shirt that says that. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. Well, you just, you just did way more than I expected you to with that one. I love that. Um, okay. So as we finish, just to kind of get to know you a little bit. Um, and again, I'm going to put like, um, your handles and stuff in the show notes so people can follow you. And I really encourage you guys to follow Addie on Instagram because like she's creative and she's visual. And so it's like obviously a great feed. Um, but it's, I feel like a lot of times, um, um, really like, creative artistic Instagram feeds can feel really intimidating because yeah. they're so like angular and like, I don't yeah. know, like they don't feel accessible and yours combines both of those. It's like cool. And like, wow, that's, I never, she sees that so differently than I ever would, but it feels really accessible. So I would encourage you guys to follow Addie on Instagram and I'll put it in the, 
in the show notes. But um, okay, so Addie, as we leave, can you tell me something right now that you love, something you need, and something you hate? And it okay. can be as you need chapstick to you need validation. <laughs> like the sky <laughs> is the limit. There's no wrong answer to any of these things. Let's see. So I've, I've thought a little bit about this. I love to check the mail. Love it. Like snail mail? Yeah. Love it. But I don't get much that's really good. So I don't know where this love com- comes from, but I have to do it and I get excited about it. Matt will hand me the key to our mailbox and be like, here you go. You need a win today. Open the mailbox. Wow. <laughs> and I've... I don't get anything really that good. Anyway, love well, it. So, so is it just the anticipation of like something being good in the mailbox? I think so. Yeah. What if nothing is? Are you like super devastated or it's like, oh, I get to do it again tomorrow? I'm a little bummed. Yeah. But I actually think about like, oh, it's close to 1230. The mail came and I'll run downstairs and grab the mail. That's fantastic. I don't understand it. I love that. That's, <laughs> I don't either, but I still love it. That's so good. That's so good. Um, something I need, I would definitely say sunshine because it was a really gray winter. And I know everybody probably feels the same way, but if it could just be sunny and 70 all the time, that's, that's what I need. Hmm. Um, and we- what I hate... I hate the sound of people chewing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so good. That's so good. You know, but it's very, very understandable because, okay, I am married to the most silent eater of of anyone ever. Um, And so like, because my sister is the same, she's the same way. She like hates to hear people, like it's abhorrent to her. Like, please don't make me hear you. Like make your food small. It's so gross. So she has said, she's like, she'll come over for dinner. And like the first time she realized she was like, cause I don't hear you. Like, how do I not hear you chewing? And he was so confused. Like, I don't understand what's happening. But like, that's a real thing. So I'm telling you, like, you are not alone in your hatred of the sound of chewing. Like that's a total real thing. I want to get over it. I really try. I remember dating Matt and it didn't bother me. Like hearing food sounds didn't bother me, but I remember it was a year and a half into it. I remember the place I was. I remember what kind of weather the day had. <laughs> and when all of a sudden I was like, oh, I have to get out of here. <laughs> it's true love though, that you, you say like, I feel like that's probably, that might've been one of your wins for him. Like, I, I think I really like this guy. Cause I don't mind the sound of his chewing. Yeah. So bizarre. That's too yeah. funny. I love that. Those are fantastic answers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, so good. Well, um, thank you for taking the time to do this. And um, you will always be my misconnection, but <gasps> it's going to be okay. We're going to make it. I don't Figure know why. I, it's so funny. Like, I think because because we've known each other, like we met, I mean, years, it was ago. years ago. It was like over yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Um. And so it's, I mean, we're grownups with like technology. It's not like we can't talk. It's such a weird thing. But for some reason, it's like, Addie's Addie's the friend that that never was. Addie's the (laughs) The one that got got away. away. (laughs) She's the one that got away. And the feeling is mutual. I devour everything you put out into the interweb. Oh, thank you. I really do. That's really kind. That's really kind. It's the adult long distance friend. I know. I feel like it's, it's like, what's keeping, it's like, Punch fear in the face, man. Let's just do yeah, this let's thing. Do it. Like, who cares? 
Well, um, thank you for um, giving us, like, I just, I feel so encouraged and I know other people and I'm the most cynical person in the entire world. So like, (laughs) if I feel encouraged by something, I know that other people are too. So I'm so excited for people to hear um, your thoughts and, um, and to actually know, like when they walk into an anthropology, like this came from someone's brain. Yeah. This one might've come from Addie's brain. Like it's such a cool <laughs> thing. So I'm so excited. Well, um, I hope that you have a really good mail day today. Thank you. And thanks for having me. This was so fun. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. All right. We'll talk like real friends soon. All right. Okay. Bye. Thanks guys for listening. Uh, if you want to connect with Addie on Instagram, You can find her at Twine and Twill to get all sorts of beautifully inspiring creative images and freedom to do things the way you need to. So we will be back next week with my husband, the laziest of all lazy geniuses, Kazadachi. I can't wait for you to meet the man who has really made me who I am. If you enjoy um, listening to this podcast, thank you so much for taking the time. Um... Please subscribe. Even though we only have a couple of episodes left, you can still subscribe. You can still leave a review. It still helps uh, so very much. So thank you for being part of this community. We'll see you next week. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.